Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hello and welcome to the show today. We are so honored that you're with us at the College Investor Audio Show. Today we talk about how to save for college, not just for one, but multiple children at the same time. So let's get right to it. All right, so saving for college can be hard for parents with just one child, <laughs> but adding more can make it seem more difficult. Say five, I have five. What am I to do? So beyond simply just finding the money to contribute, parents have to deal with questions about fairness, the uniqueness of each child, and a whole lot more. And a lot of times, been there, these additional thoughts and concerns just kind of make parents not even want to start the process of saving for college. It's just too overwhelming, even though they know they should. So let's stop this analysis paralysis today, right now, and look into how to practically save for college when you have multiple children. Okay, so here we go. How to save for college based on mindset. There are two major mindsets on how to save for college. Leverage a 529 savings account or just save your own money and pay for college out of your pocket. I find that when people have just one child, it's kind of easy to see how a 529 college savings account could make a whole lot of sense. It's a single account, it's easy, and the one child can use it when they're ready. Boom, done. But once a second child or more comes into the mix, I see more and more parents wanting to just avoid having individual accounts per child. They're afraid of fairness, or they don't know what to do if one child doesn't even go to college. As such, they tend to divert the saving to saving money in their own accounts versus a dedicated education savings account. This can be a costly mistake, as we've covered. The reasons a 529 plan is a great savings tool before, but Let's look at the issues and maybe you'll see how you can make a 529 plan work for multiple children. First of all, let's talk about the whole fairness issue and handling that. When it comes to saving for college for families with multiple children, the number one issue I always hear brought up is fairness. Parents, usually mom, (laughs) are worried about the fact that one child might have more saved for college than another kid and they worry about how the child with less money in their account might feel about that. It's a valid concern, of course, but, you know, just think, though. If the firstborn child had a 529 account open for them, and the account grew and performed well, they could accrue a lot more money in their account compared to their younger siblings. And the math is there to support this, since stock market returns fluctuate every year. Even if you contribute the same for each kid, the growth can create wildly different outcomes over 15 to 20 years or so. So how do you handle it, you might be asking. The short answer is that you just have to make it fair. The long answer is you really have to remember how a 529 plan is actually structured. When you open a 529 college savings account, the account is actually owned by someone, typically the parents, for the benefit of someone else, typically the child. Since mom and dad still own the money in the account and it's for the benefit of the child, you simply have a conversation about how much you're going to pay for school for your child, regardless of how much is in any child's account. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So 
You're saying that the 529 college plan isn't for the kid to go to school? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is that the balance of the 529 plan should be one part of the conversation on how much the parents should help pay for college. I see this typically plays out in two ways. Okay, one, parents give a set amount per year. Say we can contribute 5000 per year to your college tuition. And two, parents offer to cover the cost at a specific school. Say, we can cover the tuition at an in-state school. The money saved in the 529 can play a huge role in funding what the parents agree to, and they should do the same for each child, regardless of how much money is in each of their 529 plans. So I hope this is making sense. If child A has $20,000 in their 529 and child B has $18,000 in their 529 and the parents offer to help with $5,000 per year for four years, they saved enough for child A and they should come up with two grand for child B. I've actually found this strategy to be fair. But like anything money-related, having conversations about who's paying for college can be tough. Parents need to be honest with their children about what they can afford to pay and what they were planning to do. The earlier the better, so that everyone involved has clear expectations. But... What if one of them doesn't want to go to college? All right, another common scenario when saving for college for multiple children is that each child is unique. Again, I have five, so this is even harder. You're not going to really know who they are until they're older. So if you start saving when they're really young, say when they're born, and have a bunch saved, what do you do when one of them doesn't want to go to college? There are variations on this as well, but what if one of your children becomes a star athlete and gets a free ride? Or what if they really just want to go to vocational school and you saved way too much for what they need? Both great scenarios, by the way. Well, there are some options, and while none of them are perfect, it's not like you lose the money you saved. So when a child isn't going to use their 529 money, you do have a couple of options. Actually, three. One, you can transfer the 529 to another child. Two, just withdraw the money. Three, wait and see what happens. With a 529 college savings plan, you can change the beneficiary of the account to be used for another child. Or anyone, really. So if one child isn't going to college for whatever reason, you can simply use the money to pay for college for someone else. That might not sit right with some people, but it is a viable option. If you're considering this path, I highly recommend getting the buy-in of the child first. You can always, also, just withdraw the money. If you're pulling out the money and not using it for a qualified education expense, just remember, you'll pay a 10% penalty on top of taxes on the gains. However, if you just want the money out, it, it, that, it actually can make a lot of sense to do this. Finally, you can just wait and see. I actually prefer this choice because you really never know how life will pan out. Maybe your child skipped college to join the military, but 8 to 10 years later wants to go back to school. Or maybe you and your children agree to use the 529 for grandchildren way in the future. The big thing here is there is no rush at all. You can just simply let the money sit in the 529 and grow until you make a decision on how you want to proceed. 
Okay, so here's where you can find the money to save. The final major challenge I hear from parents. How can I even save for college for one, let alone two, three, four, etc.? Look, finding money to save for college is really tough. That's why I highly recommend starting small when saving for college. You really don't need to find huge amounts to get started. You know, my single favorite strategy for saving for college is just asking friends and family to provide a contribution to the 529 in lieu of gifts for birthdays and Christmas. Parents love to give toys and junk because they are a little selfish. Let's be honest. They want to see the kids happy with the gift they gave them and to have all the wrapping paper all over the floor. That's always so much fun. But our rule is that grandparents and other family members are only allowed to give one toy or gift. The rest should go to the child's 529. That way, grandparents can still get some joy of the child opening up a gift, but they're also helping save for college down the road. Plus, every parent realizes that their child doesn't need 10 to 15 new toys every single birthday and holiday. Amen? Most of that just goes to waste anyway. We have to rent a dumpster every year to get rid of the old toys they don't play with. Grr. All right, let's, <laughs> let's move on and then wrap up for today. Saving for college for multiple children is possible. That's the bottom line. You can do this. And it still makes sense to use a 529, by the way. Set up an account for each child at a 529 plan like ScholarShare, contribute what you're able to contribute, and just be fair about it when it comes to actually paying for college. Yes, every child is different, and every situation is different. But that doesn't change the fact that you should start small and begin saving for college as soon as possible for each of your children. If you want to find out about ScholarShare, by the way, you can just find the link at thecollegeinvestor.com. Copy and paste the title of the podcast right into the search bar, and you'll find it. You can also find us all over social media if you have any questions. We'd love to get to know you better and answer them and help you along in your journey. Just search for The College Investor wherever you are, and we will be there too. Thanks so much for stopping by today, and we will talk to you again real soon.